0: Today's audio devotional was made possible thanks to the generous efforts and support of Belfield Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can find this podcast and many others like it at devocast.com. Thanks for listening. Heidelberg Catechism. Question 88. What is involved in genuine repentance or conversion? Two things, the dying away of the old self and the rising to life of the new. Question 89. What is the dying away of the old self? to be genuinely sorry for sin, and more and more to hate and run away from it. Question 90. What is the rising to life of the new self? Wholehearted joy in God through Christ and a love and delight to live according to the will of God by doing every kind of good work. Question 91. What are good works? Only those which are done out of true faith, conform to God's law and are done for God's glory, and not those based on our own opinion or human tradition. THE LESSON IS FROM THE BOOK OF FIRST KINGS CHAPTER SEVEN
1: SOLOMON WAS BUILDING HIS OWN HOUSE THIRTEEN YEARS, AND HE FINISHED HIS ENTIRE HOUSE. HE BUILT THE HOUSE OF THE FOREST OF LEBANON. ITS LENGTH WAS A HUNDRED CUBITS, AND ITS breadth FIFTY CUBITS, AND ITS HEIGHT THIRTY CUBITS, AND IT WAS BUILT ON FOUR ROWS OF CEDAR PILLARS, WITH CEDAR BEAMS ON THE PILLARS. And it was covered with cedar above the chambers that were on the 45 pillars, 15 in each row. There were window frames in three rows, and window opposite window in three tiers. All the doorways and windows had square frames, and window was opposite window in three tiers. And he made the Hall of Pillars. Its length was 50 cubits, and its breadth 30 cubits. There was a porch in front, with pillars, and a canopy in front of them. And he made the hall of the throne, where he was to pronounce judgment, even the hall of judgment. It was finished with cedar, from floor to rafters. His own house, where he was to dwell, in the other court, back of the hall, was of like workmanship. Solomon also made a house like this for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had taken in marriage. All these were made of costly stones, cut according to measure, sawed with saws, front and back, even from the foundation to the coping, and from the outside to the great court. The foundation was of costly stones, huge stones, stones of eight and ten cubits, and above were costly stones, cut according to measurement, and cedar. The great court had three courses of cut stone all around, and a course of cedar beams. So had the inner court of the house of the Lord, and the vestibule of the house. And King Solomon sent and brought Hiram from Tyre. He was the son of a widow of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre, A worker in bronze and he was full of wisdom understanding and skill for making any work in bronze he came to King Solomon and did all his work he cast two pillars of bronze 18 cubits was the height of one pillar and a line of 12 cubits measured its circumference it was hollow and its thickness was four fingers the second pillar was the same He also made two capitals of cast bronze to set on the tops of the pillars. The height of the one capital was five cubits, and the height of the other capital was five cubits. There were lattices of checker work with wreaths of chain work for the capitals on the tops of the pillars, a lattice for the one capital, and a lattice for the other capital. Likewise, he made pomegranates in two rows around the one latticework to cover the capital that was on the top of the pillar, and he did the same with the other capital. Now, the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars in the vestibule were of lily work, four cubits. The capitals were on the two pillars and also above the rounded projection, which was beside the latticework. There were 200 pomegranates in two rows all around, And so with the other capital he set up the pillars at the vestibule of the temple he set up the pillar on the south and called its name Jashin, and he set up the pillar on the north and called its name Boaz and on the tops of the pillars was lily work thus the work of the pillars was finished then he made the sea of cast metal it was round ten cubits from brim to brim, and five cubits high, and a line of thirty cubits measured its circumference. Under its brim were gourds for ten cubits, compassing the sea all around. The gourds were in two rows, cast with it when it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea was set on them, and all their rear parts were inward, its thickness was a handbreadth, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It held two thousand baths. He also made the ten stands of bronze. Each stand was four cubits long, four cubits wide, and three cubits high. This was the construction of the stands... They had panels, and the panels were set in the frames, and on the panels that were set in the frames were lions, oxen, and cherubim. On the frames, both above and below the lions and oxen, there were wreaths of beveled work. Moreover, each stand had four bronze wheels and axles of bronze, and at the four corners were supports for a basin. The supports were cast with wreaths at each at the side of each its opening was within a crown that projected upward one cubit its opening was round as a pedestal is made a cubit and a half deep at its opening there were carvings and its panels were square not round and the four wheels were underneath the panels the axles of the wheels were of one piece with the stands and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half the wheels were made like a chariot wheel. Their axles, their rims, their spokes, and their hubs were all cast. There were four supports at the four corners of each stand. The supports were of one piece with the stands. And on the top of the stand there was a round band, half a cubit high, and on the top of the stand its stays and its panels were of one piece with it. And on the surfaces of its stays and on its panels he carved cherubim, lions, and palm trees, according to the space of each, with wreaths all around. After this manner he made the ten stands. All of them were cast alike of the same measure and the same form. And he made ten basins of bronze. Each basin held forty baths, and each basin measured four cubits. And there was a basin for each of the ten stands. And he set the stands, five on the south side of the house, and five on the north side of the house. And he set the sea at the southeast corner of the house. Hiram also made the pots, the shovels, and the basins so Hiram finished all the work that he did for king solomon on the house of the lord the two pillars the two bowls of the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars and the two lattice works to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars and the four hundred pomegranates for the two lattice works two rows of pomegranates for each lattice work to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars the ten stands, and the ten basins were on the stands, and the one sea, and the twelve oxen underneath the sea. Now the pots, the shovels, and the basins, all these vessels in the house of the Lord, which Hiram made for King Solomon, were of burnished bronze. In the plain of the Jordan the king cast them, in the clay ground, between Succoth and Zarethan. And Solomon left all the vessels unweighed, because there were so many of them, the weight of the bronze was not ascertained. So Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of the Lord, the golden altar, the golden table for the bread of the presence, the lampstands of pure gold, five on the south side and five on the north, before the inner sanctuary, the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of gold, the cups, snuffers, basins. Dishes for incense, and fire pans of pure gold, and the sockets of gold, for the doors of the innermost part of the house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the nave of the temple. Thus all the work that King Solomon did on the house of the Lord was finished. And Solomon brought in the things that David his father had dedicated the silver, the gold, and the vessels, and stored them in the treasuries of the house of the Lord. Chapter 8. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the fathers houses of the people of Israel, before King Solomon in Jerusalem, to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled to King Solomon at the feast in the month Ethanim, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark. And they brought up the ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought them up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel, who had assembled before him, were with him before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, in the most holy place, underneath the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread out their wings over the place of the Ark, so that the cherubim overshadowed the Ark and its poles. And the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place, before the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. And they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two tablets of stone that Moses put there at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, a cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon said, the Lord has said that he would dwell in thick darkness I have indeed built you an exalted house a place for you to dwell in forever then the king turned around and blessed all the assembly of Israel while all the assembly of Israel stood and he said blessed be the Lord the God of Israel who with his hand has fulfilled what he promised with his mouth to David my father saying since the day that I brought my people Israel out of Egypt. I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house, but your son, who shall be born to you, shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his promise that he made, for I have risen in the place of David my father and sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised, and I have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And there I have provided a place for the ark, in which is the covenant of the Lord that he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt." Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven and said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you with all their heart, who have kept with your servant David, my father, what you declared to him you spoke with your mouth and with your hand have fulfilled it this day now therefore o lord god of israel keep for your servant david my father what you have promised him saying you shall not lack a man to sit before me on the throne of israel if only your sons pay close attention to their way to walk before me as you have walked before me now therefore o god of israel let your word be confirmed which you have spoken to your servant David my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Yet have regard to the prayer of your servant and to his plea, O Lord my God, listening to the cry and to the prayer that your servant prays before you this day, that your eyes may be open night and day toward this house, the place of which you have said, My name shall be there." that you may listen to the prayer that your servant offers toward this place and listen to the plea of your servant and of your people israel when they pray toward this place and listen in heaven your dwelling place and when you hear forgive if a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath and comes and swears his oath before your altar in this house then hear in heaven and act and judge your servants condemning the guilty by bringing his conduct on his own head and vindicating the righteous by rewarding him according to his righteousness. When your people Israel are defeated before the enemy because they have sinned against you, and if they turn again to you and acknowledge your name and pray and plead with you in this house, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and bring them again to the land that you gave to their fathers." when heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you if they pray toward this place and acknowledge your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants your people Israel when you teach them the good way in which they should walk and grant rain upon your land which you have given to your people as an inheritance if there is famine in the land If there is pestilence, or blight, or mildew, or locust, or caterpillar, if their enemy besieges them in the land at their gates, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer, whatever plea is made by any man or by all your people Israel, each knowing the affliction of his own heart and stretching out his hands towards his house, then hear in heaven your dwelling place and forgive and act and render to each whose heart you know according to all his ways for you you only know the hearts of all the children of mankind that they may fear you all the days they live in the land that you gave to our fathers likewise when a foreigner who is not of your people israel comes from a far country for your name's sake for they shall hear of your great name and your mighty hand and of your outstretched arm When he comes and prays toward this house, here in heaven your dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you, in order that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, that they may know that this house that I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemy, by whatever way you shall send them, And they pray to the Lord toward the city that you have chosen, and the house that I have built for your name, then hear in heaven their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin, and you are angry with them, and give them to an enemy, so that they are carried away captive to the land of the enemy, far off or near Yet if they turn their heart in the land to which they have been carried captive, and repent and plead with you in the land of their captors, saying, We have sinned and act perversely and wickedly, if they repent with all their mind and with all their heart in the land of their enemies who carried them captive, and pray to you toward their land, which you gave to their fathers, the city that you have chosen, and the house that I have built for your name, then hear in heaven your dwelling place, their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you and all their transgressions that they have committed against you and grant them compassion in the sight of those who carried them captive that they may have compassion on them for they are your people and your heritage which you have brought out of Egypt from the midst of the iron furnace let your eyes be open to the plea of your servant and to the plea of your people Israel giving ear to them whenever they call to you For you separated them from among all the peoples of the earth to be your heritage, as you declared through Moses your servant, when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord, Lord. Now, as Solomon finished offering all this prayer and plea to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, where he had knelt with hands outstretched toward heaven. And he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he has promised. Not one word has failed of all his good promise, which he spoke by Moses his servant. The Lord our God be with us, as he was with our fathers. May he not leave us or forsake us, that he may incline our hearts to him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his rules, which he commanded our fathers. Let these words of mine, with which I have pleaded before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, and may he maintain the cause of his servant, and the cause of his people Israel, as each day requires, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God, there is no other, Let your heart, therefore, be wholly true to the Lord our God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments, as at this day. Then the king, and all Israel with him, offered sacrifice before the Lord. Solomon offered as peace offerings to the Lord 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day, the king consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. For there he offered the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat pieces of the peace offerings. Because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to receive the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat pieces of the peace offering. So Solomon held the feast at that time. And all Israel with him, a great assembly, from Lebohamath to the brook of Egypt, before the Lord our God, seven days. On the eighth day he sent the people away, and they blessed the king, and went to their homes joyful and glad of heart, for all the goodness that the Lord had shown to David his servant, and to Israel his people. Chapter 9 As soon as Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all that Solomon desired to build, the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your plea, which you have made before me. I have consecrated this house that you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you... If you will walk before me, as David your father walked, with integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all that I have commanded you, and keeping my statutes and my rules, then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But if you turn aside from following me, you or your children, and do not keep my commandments and my statutes that I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them, and the house that I have consecrated for my name I will cast out of my sight, and Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all peoples, and this house will become a heap of ruins. Everyone passing by it will be astonished and will hiss, and they will say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? Then they will say, because they abandoned the lord their god who brought their fathers out of the land of egypt and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them therefore the lord has brought all this disaster on them at the end of twenty years in which solomon had built the two houses the house of the lord and the king's house and hiram king of tyre had supplied solomon with cedar and cypress timber and gold as much as he desired king solomon gave to hiram 20 cities in the land of galilee but when hiram came from tyre to see the cities that solomon had given him they did not please him therefore he said what kind of cities are these that you have given me my brother so they are called the land of cable to this day hiram had sent to the king 120 talents of gold And this is the account of the forced labor that King Solomon drafted to build the house of the Lord and his own house, and the Millo, and the wall of Jerusalem, and Hazor, and Megiddo, and Gezer. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, had gone up and captured Gezer and burned it with fire, and had killed the Canaanites who lived in the city, and had given it as a dowry to his daughter, Solomon's wife, so Solomon rebuilt Gezer and lower Beth-horon, and Balath, and Tamar, in the wilderness, in the land of Judah, and all the store cities that Solomon had, and the cities for his chariots, and the cities for his horsemen, and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the cities of his dominion. All the people who were left of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, who were not of the people of Israel, their descendants, who were left after them in the land, whom the people of Israel were unable to devote to destruction, these Solomon drafted to be slaves, and so they are to this day. But of the people of Israel, Solomon made no slaves. They were the soldiers, they were his officials, his commanders, his captains, his chariot commanders, and his horsemen. These were the chief officers who were over Solomon's work, five hundred and fifty, who had charge of the people who carried on the work. But Pharaoh's daughter went up from the city of David to her own house that Solomon had built for her. Then he built the, the millo. Three times a year, Solomon used to offer up burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar that he built to the Lord, making offerings with it before the Lord. So he finished the house. King Solomon built a fleet of ships at Ezion-Geber, which is near Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent with the fleet his servants, seamen who were familiar with the sea, together with the servants of Solomon. And they went to Ophir, and brought from there gold, four hundred and twenty talents, and they brought it to King Solomon.
0: Meditate and dwell on what you are paying attention to in God's word. How has it connected with your heart or mind? Pray to God freely about what has moved you today. Turn your thoughts to him and enjoy his presence. We offer the following as prayer topic suggestions. For those who are anxious and those who support them. For a missional passion to take hold in my church. Thank you for listening to DevoCast.